Welcome to the Rock of Bay County, Florida, where our vision is to be a multi-generational gathering, moving as one body to bring the glory of Yahweh to this beautiful county and to all the earth. We hope you are encouraged and blessed as you listen to this message. 2220. There you go. I don't know what that means, but it's big day. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm, I should. I'm prophetic. I should know what that means. I should have some prophetic significance already, but I'm not. Don't have it yet. Don't pretend. Don't fake it till you make it, man. I'm, I'm not one of those guys. If you don't have it, don't pretend like you got it. And if you do got it, act like you got it. If you don't have it, don't come in here and pretend. If you do, let it out. This is a good place to let Jesus out. He's trying to get out of you some, sometimes. You know, sometimes he wants to stay inside and then he wants to get outside. He wants to affect the earth. He can't affect the earth with you tight all the time and rigid and not letting him out of you. You're a river. Allow the river to move and have its effervescence. The light, the fluidity, the fluidity of the Father is in you. The Son who's introducing you to Abba. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit's message is his purpose and his whole message to us is to meet the Christ. Is to send us to Yeshua HaMashiach. Is to introduce us to the one who gave it all for us. Who hung on a cross and gave his life for us to find him through the Holy Ghost. It's expedient that I must get away so I can help you better there than I can here. And that's what the cloud of witnesses, granddaddy would say that to Damon Thompson recently. He said, I can help you way better on the other side than I can on this side. So how about I just go ahead and go? Took him a while because he didn't want to go. But sooner or later, he knew that was a revelation to him. And he told Damon that recently. I've heard Damon talk about it. Came to Damon and said, you know what? I, you've been on my heart. You've been on my mind. I don't know why, but you've been there. And I just can't get you out of my heart. You know, you, I haven't had a close relationship with you like Apostle Aaron has, I'm sure. But there's something that's calling me to you. And here we are now being fathered by this man who's really, for the first time coming here in a couple of weeks, to kind of identify some things in us. So are you ready for a new day? Are you ready for a new age? Not allow the mystical new age crystal people, the weird people to take that from us. We are the mystical people. We are the ones, the spirit of Zion in the house, the sons of Zadok, the Melchizedek king priest. That's who we are. We're not pretending. We are. We is him. Not as he was, as he is. So are you in the earth. He carries the full head God bodily inside of him. So do you. Say Yeshua is my king. And I will worship him with everything. Yeshua is my king. And I'll worship him with everything. Say it until it means something to you. Say it until your bones start acting in the inside and start moving. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm breaking the spirit of rigidity, rigidness. And just exercising just to exercise. No, you're exercising your muscles in the spirit realm today. On the inside of yourself. You're always rebuilding infrastructure on the inside. He's building the kingdom. One layer at a time. One person at a time. And he's looking for true worshipers all over the earth. Where are my worshipers at? Not where are my preachers at? Not where are my good singers at? Not where is the latest good revelation at? You can keep all of that. 
I'm just looking for my worshipers. John 4, 23 says, to any who seek after the Father, those who the Father, the Father is seeking those who seek after Yeshua, who come in through the canal, if you will, the portal of Yeshua to the King, to Abba, the son and the daddy, the son and the daddy, the daddy and the son. We're coming into a place where we're going to have to be a little bit more childlike. Is anybody in for that? A little bit more childlike. It's the only way you can enter into this place called new glory. This place called new experience. This place called, as much as I've been through, as much as I've done, I've got to come to a realization someday that there might be some new things, some new territory for me and some older people and some younger people to come into something new. Whether you're 60 or 6, you're not out of this thing. You haven't retired from the spirit realm. You don't take a week off. You don't take a day off. You're worshipers who continually seek after the king to find more of the intimacy part that we want to come into. It's a dimensional shift. It's not weird. It can be if you want it to be, but don't make it too weird where you don't enter into it. Yahweh wants to give you legs. He wants to give you an ability to breathe in his ecosystem, this new ecosystem of the Father. That's what I see it going from as a Pentecostal experience to an upper room experience to a tabernacle experience to where you become the temple. 1 Corinthians 5.14, maybe somewhere in there. Do you not know you are the temple of the most holy God? That connection right there. Do you not know you are the dwelling place of the living God? And first, he's, he has to get you acquainted with his son. And I believe that's where we're at right now. We're in an in him state of mind. We're living in the in him reality where intimacy is formed. It's forming in you. It's like leaven. You don't see it, but it's working. And I'm telling you, if you can just stay in the room when the fear of the Lord comes in, you get it. You get it. I felt this this week. I had a friend of mine come and I, I felt something in it before I got in it. You ever made an appointment with somebody and you know there's something real good going to happen, but you don't know what, and you just know it's, you know, it's different. You don't know what your expectation is just, Mark's been talking about that joy-filled expectation. You just, man, and all it was was a simple friend of mine, we we're going to get together here and start writing some music. Now for me, that sounds, if you know me, that probably sounds like something I would enjoy. Like Ben, that's great. He's going to learn how to write some music. He's already been doing that. Well, not really. See, I'm a prophetic flow guy. I come out of my daddy's womb, who's just awesome. (laughs) My dad was amazing. He's so amazing. I can still partner with him in the cloud of witnesses because I've allowed the in him reality become so real that Yeshua is so real to me that he introduces me to the cloud of witnesses and the angelic host that the children have easy access to. I'm going to give you scripture reference for that in a minute. But there's a face-to-face encounter that he wants to give us through childlikeness. And we're going to go through scripture a little bit today if I can get through it. Maybe not. Maybe so. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I just want to really, all I want you to do with me is just get a spark. I don't want you to get all the message. I don't want you to try to figure this out. I want you to just be sparked by something. I want something to just hit you where your energy flows a little differently when you walk out of this room today. 
It's called drinking the wine and eating the bread. It's one of those eat my flesh and drink my blood kind of a sermons. And you know what people usually do in those kind of sermons? They usually stay or they usually go. And if you can just stay in the room long enough. What happened with me and my friend Anthony? We had a little practice session this week here. And I felt the fear of the Lord before I came in the door. See, if, you're never, if you have to wait for a moment to hit you to feel it, you ain't ready for it yet. There's some expectation that ought to be burning on the inside of the tummy in your belly some, somewhere. Hallelujah, Mom. Thank you. I'm just saying, there ought to be something triggering in you. Is there any triggers that are triggering when Mark's preaching? Is there any triggers that are triggering when Regina, Regina's leading the worship today? What a beautiful job, Regina. Give it up for Regina. Is there something, is there something triggering in you? That may be something that you don't know what it is. If you do, then it's not Yahweh because Yahweh's a mystery. It's mysterion, means hidden from the common gaze. You can't get it with a normal gaze. You cannot get it with a normal gaze. You could in Pentecost. You can't in tabernacles. You could in the upper room. You can't when you become the room. It's one thing to wait on him. It's another thing to bring him. Pentecostal tabernacle. Guess who you are? The tabernacle where Yahweh breaks out, where Yeshua leaks out. (laughs) He's too big in you not to leak out more places than he does. He's too big in you not to leak out in more places than he does. Whether it's the market, whether it's the church, whether it's the bedroom, whether it's the living room. I don't care what room it is. He's got to leak out somewhere. He's got to become so real inside that the manifestation begins to express itself on the outside. It's the fat on the bones revelation. I want the fat. I want to chew the cud and meditate and chew the cud some more. I want to remember who I worship and adore. I stay in a place of meditation. I stay in a place of remembering. Mark's word the last two weeks, quiet down. Quiet, 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 quiet. Can you hear the door? You're too busy. You can't hear them knocking. You got too much going on. You can't hear them knocking because behold, I stand at the door and knock. And if anyone hears my voice, say, if anyone hears my, does, it's an if, it's an if and. It's not a guarantee. Guarantee is he's knocking. Guarantee ain't you opening. But if you're a worshiper and you have the Holy Spirit in such a way, which this house ought to be so daggum in the Holy Ghost, you've been introduced to Yeshua. And I'm telling you, with all the fiber in my being, we're going from one dimension to another, and we're right smack dab in the middle of a two-glory moment right now. That's why I feel the fire of the Lord in my belly. That's why the fear of the Lord is becoming so real to me that it doesn't scare me to the point of making me leave. It scares me to the point of making me embrace the face more. And that's what children know how to do. They know how to look at daddy and embrace all the face has. They don't ask questions. They don't ask you where we're going, how we're getting there. They just want daddy. And they know whatever daddy says they can have, they can have. Rigidness. He's breaking rigidness. We've become so grown up. We're too grown up. We don't have fun anymore. We've lost our fluidity. Fluidity. We've lost our reason for living, which is Christos, the anointed one, coming in. Say in. We're going from the near experience to the in him reality. 
live in the in him reality where intimacy is formed. It's okay if you don't, if that scares you. I'm here to tell you, take a deep breath. Because you're going to need it. Because when we come into this new place called Christos, when we become, see, it sounds pretty, but when it becomes reality, it'll sound even more pretty. Don't let it just sound pretty. Let it become pretty. Let it become part of your nature where you're no longer intentional anymore. You just walk in the second nature of Christ. As he is, so am I. Not as he was, but as he is. What is he? Resurrected. So who are you? Resurrected. Everything I is is resurrected. There ain't nothing in me dead because I'm in him and he's in me. And Holy Spirit's introducing me to Jesus. And that's where we're in right now. That's why it feels weird. That's why it feels different in here. That's why it looks a little different. It's supposed to be. Don't let me forget about my dad a thing, but fear the Lord. There's something coming in the room. Are we going to be in tune enough to not leave and stay in tune to the point where we become enamored and immersed and baptized into this goodness that leads us to change the way we think? So y'all, Yeshua is giving us a new way of thinking. He's saying, you've gotten too adult. You've got to come back to this childlike place where you have the fluidity and the understanding that doesn't keep you away. It makes you embrace whatever the Father is telling you is yours. We're going from a pioneering place to a building place. Builders. We'll say building. We're building. What are we building? The kingdom. That's what we're building. Who builds the kingdom? Well, Jesus says the children do. (laughs) What? No, you got to give it to the big guys, the guys who know it all. That's the guys you give it to. You give it to the ones who got the, you know what I saw? I saw a vision of Jesus handing blueprints to kids. You know why we got a playground out here? It's prophetic. Yahweh has grounded this house to such a degree that we can now play on it. We can now play on the ground. Do you see what this childlike thing is doing? It's changing the way I think about things. It's changing the way I think about this meeting. Hello. It's changing the way I think about my Mondays and who I go to lunch with and who I'm cultivating relationship with out of the church, not just in the church. What are you doing on the outside? See, coming in here is just an extension of what you've been doing out there. It ought not to be new every time you come in here. It ought to be just an extension of what you've been doing. Now, if it's not, I'm okay with you beginning here, but as long as it's a beginning for you, allow that beginning to take you into the middle and then take you into the ever never-ending, ever vested Father who is full of light and wonder. <clears throat> Amen? <laughs> Mark said he put that one thing back there just in case we get lost. I'm not, but it's a good thing to say. One thing I desire of the Lord that I will seek, <laughs> that I'm going to have to do something. I'm going to have to get out of my comfort zone. Oh, now, wait a minute. I got the Holy Ghost. I can pray in the Spirit. Wait a minute. Don't be talking to me. Man, I'm telling you, this feels good in my belly with it. It sounds good to you or not. That's good preaching, Ben. You keep preaching. You keep doing what you know to do. Because I didn't come for your, your accolades. 
I didn't come for your hand claps. I'm glad you got them. If you want to bring them, I'll take it. But I didn't come for that. I came to expose Christ. I came to expose the intimacy realm. I came to tell you we're going from near to in. I came to tell you we're going from the upper room to we've stayed in the room long enough to become the room. Do you not know you're the temple of the Most High God? It's not just an upper room anymore. You are the room. You are the room where his presence is taking effect. Infecting and affecting the marketplace in such a way because it's changing you. And he's not going to do it with one big wow moment. He's doing it one person at a time. It's going to be a while. Put your head, let your hair hang low. Put your head, feet up. Relax a little bit. It's a long path journey. It's the mystery. Don't worry about it. Just focus in on the intentionality of being in him. And all you got to do with that is let Jesus tell you. You don't have to make yourself intimate. Quit trying to do something that you ain't doing right. Quit acting like you got it when you ain't got it. And if you do, represent and walk in here with something different. If you got wine and you've been drinking, you ought to look like you've been drinking some wine. And I ain't talking about red wine at Publix. I'm talking about Jesus Hamashiach serving wine. Man, I'm telling you guys, this is an intimacy message. This is an intimacy age. This is an intimacy place that we're allowing the whole Rabbi Sheke to introduce us to the one who was the only reason he was left here was to introduce us to the one who gave it all for us, who's coming in like a friend and coming as we answer that door and as we quiet the noise, we hear the knocking and we can answer it rightly because he comes, doesn't come to sit beside you. He says he comes in. Can you picture that visually here a little bit? He comes in. You answer. He knocks. You have the clarity of listening. First, you got to do is shut the noise off. That's what Mark's been talking about the last month or so. Shut the noise off. Shh. That's the best title to a message ever. Shh. <laughs> period. Shh. Period. That's a good. I want to listen to that message, and I did, and it's good. So shh. What does the should do? It creates tenderness. It creates, it, it gets, it, it uh, empties rigidity. It empties growing weary and well-doing. It empties an I've been there spirit. I just felt a little tension in the room with that one. I don't know. That. <laughs> It feels, well, I've been Apostle Ball, man. I know what I'm talking about. Well, you do. But there is more. And if you're seeking, you will always get more. I don't meditate for a message, but I can't help but get a message out of my meditating. I can't help but, but, but soak. But I always come out of it with revelation. If we learn to seek him for the relation, we won't have to worry about the revelation. The relation opens the door for the vocabulary of Christ. And you know what the next best thing is to being like him? Speaking for him. And you can't speak for him till you look like him. And the only way you can look like him is shushing the noise and sitting in your chair and allowing the Holy Spirit to introduce you to the Christos to the anointing. 
to Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, who is not just near you. He is knocking on the door to come into you, to sup with you. Can you say sup? What a great word. What's up? What am I supping? Supping, what's up? What's up, Ben? I'm supping. What you doing? Supping. Are we supping with Jesus? Man, I feel tension, but it's good tension. It's like the suspension in the air kind of thing, waiting to fall. The airplane in the holding pattern waiting to land. That's what I feel in this room. I don't know about it. I'm scared. Intimacy, man, I love it in a book, and I love reading and watching it on the notebook on the movie, but I don't like it when I have to be in it. I like watching it on the movie, but I don't want to be in it. It scares me. You know what the best thing we could do is go home and look in the mirror and go, intimacy scares me. Am I the only one that that's, I mean, come on. And you look at me and go, well, you're just intimate. No, no, I had to, I had to become intimate. Yeah. And you know how I became intimate? With no butterfly spirit, no uh, butterflies, no anticipation, no goosebumps, no results. Just a word from the Lord. When my dad died and I went through relationship loss, he said, I need you to get low. Because when you get low in the kingdom, he brings you up here. It's the best posture you're over to. You can have all the accolades, awards, sermons, and songs. But without the humility and confidence, your days will be long. You'll stand at the threshold, throw a party, call that glory, and never enter in to the fullness of your story. It's Jesus' time. It's Yeshua's day. This is the day of the Lord. Today. To come close, to answer the door, and let him come in and serve meals of himself. Man, I feel good today. I feel a buzz in the air. I feel the fear of the Lord in the air. Ain't none of us left yet. We're still, we're, Yeshua told me this the other day when I had this. I'm getting back to my story. I'm not going to forget it. And I, the way I felt in here that day scared me to death because I thought I had it. Guitar, music, been there, got it, the t-shirt, all of the above. I know how to do it. It's good. But there was something new in the room that day that made me fear the Lord. And it was a young man who was just cool. He was having a good time. And I, he said, let's get together and let's write a song. Sounds great, right? Yeah, let's do that. I'm trying to paint, illustrate a little picture of how I, Yahweh told me that's how the people feel right now. And it was such a tender place in my heart that I cried before we even got started. And my friend Anthony's looking at me like, dude, what's wrong, bro? (laughs) Not actually. He's he's such a worshiper that he catches the frequency. He doesn't even need to ask me what's wrong. You know what he did? He got into it with me. He got into Lazy Boy and just let the rest take him. 
because the presence will always leave rest behind. You're not called to rest from your work. You're called to work out of your rest. And the only way you can get there is being still not long enough to allow the rigidity of yesterday to become the fluidity of today. And you don't get that from a church service. You don't get that from anywhere else but being cognizant and aware that you are with him and you are communing with him in a deeper, more meaningful way than it has ever been before. So he was in the room, I'm in the room, we're going to write a song. And immediately, the fear of the Lord in it got in the room. And I could feel it. I could feel the change. I could just feel it. <clears throat> I didn't know what to do with it other than just stay in it for a little while and talk with my friend and just kind of create some kind of a rhythm. And next thing you know, he's playing a, he said, I'm going to just play some chords and I want you to just, if you got anything, just begin to let it out. And nothing came. And I was like, man, I got to impress this guy. He's got to see what I got, man. I got the prophetic on steroids. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fluid guy. I like to jump in the water and go. And I know that's why he's here, because he wants to get a little bit of Ben. <laughs> I've been there. I've been with the Holy Spirit. I pray in the Spirit a lot, man. Apostle Paul got me here. I'm telling you what, I'm, I'm good, man. They just want to get a little piece of me. Or could it be a moment that Yeshua is calling you deeper? And you'll never recognize it until you allow that fear of the Lord to fully immerse in you. Where it scares you and you don't know what to do with it. I in my heart literally was going to say, hey man, can we just come back and do this later? It was burning in me to such a degree that I felt so uncomfortable even I've only known this guy like three. We've been, I've been to lunch with him like three times, and already we're like brothers, you know. It's like immediate. And that's what part of this worship thing in us, you know, that it happens when we get to flow with other people. We get to find out who we are, you know, and that's part of what I loved about him. That's why we engaged that day. And Yeshua goes, if you can just stay in the room. And I feel like some of us in this new intimate place are like, man, I'm ready to go. And I hear the king, the friend of God, talking to us and saying, if you can just stay in the room. If you can just sit down in this room and enjoy and embrace this new wind that I'm breathing on you. Don't be scared. It is me. It is my breath. I have sharpened you. I have cultivated you long enough. And now you are ready to come into this place that only a child can find. A face-to-face reality. And in that moment, it all hit me. And I heard Holy Spirit said, if you can just, if you can just stay in the room and receive it, no matter how weird it makes you feel, 
just be okay in that. And I got out of there. We left. And I got, I'm on my way home. And Yeshua goes, you did it. I know you wanted to leave. I know it hurt. I know it's different. I know it's scary. I know it makes you feel weird and uncomfortable because you're not really a writing of a song kind of a guy. You like to just flow off in the spirit realm. But I'm asking you to go into a room with a guy you just met and start writing because that writing is for the house and the house is ready to experience some new glory that just might mean you writing songs. That just might mean you coming into more of an intimate relationship with Jesus to introduce you to your child likeness again, which will spark a creative gene in you that's been lost for a while. And create, that's what I want you to leave here, a spark of creativity that only comes from children who are ready to enter in and discover whatever that holds. We're not in a pioneering age anymore. If we had to do that again, my granddaddy, all he would have done would have been for nothing. We are not in a pioneering age anymore. We are in a building age. And it's no longer the one-man show, us coming here dependent on one man. It is you looking in the mirror and taking ownership of the Christ in you. That's what this new place is about. If you want to put a period on it, we can and we can walk out today because it is the in him reality that is becoming more alive to me than ever before because the Holy Ghost and the tongue, the foundation of the tongue has introduced me to a manifestation of the Christ. I'm all for tongues. I, love, I never start a secret place moment in my day that I don't start with korabasete. It is my fuel. It is my life. But you know what comes out of that? Tears fear of the Lord, Yeshua walking in the room. Letting that reality become so tangible that it moves you to tears. It moves you to joy. It moves you to a place of being moved deeply, being sharply hit with the softness of his tenderness. It's a sharp hit, but it's tender and it's easy and it's light. And if you can just come to him, then you exchange your yesterday, my way of doing things, the way I've always done it, for a new perspective, for a new way of thinking. So guess what we walked out of here that day or that day with? A song. (laughs) We wrote a song. What could be for you? What could that be for you? Could it be a new song? Yeah. Could it be a new... I don't know, whatever that is, what could it be for you? I had to tell my friend, I said, man, I'm sorry. I I don't even know what to do. 
He hadn't stopped texting me since. Checking in on a friend who encountered Jesus together in a room. Simply because I stayed. I didn't leave. And you'll do two things in the fear of the Lord. You'll stay or you'll leave. And you know what's in the fear of the Lord? The two things you need to build the kingdom. The hidden secrets and the wisdom. The secrets of the Lord are for those who fear him. The, begin- the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It is the door to seeing into how Abba wants to relate the story to you so you can execute it in the earth. And it only comes through the Son. It only comes through the tenderness of a brother who comes into you and serves meals of himself. Drink my blood and eat my flesh kind of a message. Some are going to stay and some are going to get the heck out of Dodge. What are you? Who are you? If you think it's going to get lighter up here, you're wrong. It's going to get more deeper. We're going to have more teams up here worshiping. We're going to have more messages coming out of meditation you can shake a stick at because we ain't going into meditating for a message. Mark ain't never once meditated for a message. Well, maybe the first time. I think he told me jokingly. So I just need something to say, dude. I don't know what. I don't know what. <clears throat> I was there many times when I was 15 and my dad would say, I need you to preach tonight. What? Dude, I'm 15. He's like, exactly. Out of the mouth of babes. Get up there and talk. A daddy telling a boy to get out there and talk to his friends. That's what Abba's telling Jesus. I need you to get out there and relate my intimacy to people. And I need you to do it slowly. One layer at a time. One goosebump moment at a time. To the point where you just ask for all the feels. Say all the feels. All the feels. Just all of it. Just get all up in it and just let it do whatever it wants to do. And you'll never get there in a, when an adult-like state of mind. I've been there. I've done that. And I got the t-shirt. I'm Holy Spirit bound, sanctified, and ready to go. I love it, but it ain't the end. It's only the beginning. And granddaddy has set this house up to come into a place of intimacy with the Christos in a way that has never been experienced before because there's never been a people in the earth like you before. It's not that Yahweh wasn't ready to reveal him like he is now. They're just wanting the people in the earth ready for it. We're going from a pioneering to a building to what Frank and Leo will abide in. The abiding dimension. Hey, hey, hey. What are you? I'm an abider. (laughs) When Frank, you can probably ask him now. Who are you, Frank? I'm an abider. I, well, I'm in him. I'm as him, and I, I live and move and have my being in him. That's what my apostle said. That's what my daddy says. That's what I am. That's just what I believe. I don't know what you believe, but I just believe everything my daddy tells me. 
Because my daddy is the creator, the designer, who has designed a tremendous, wonderful, and fearfully person, wonderfully and fearfully made person in the secret place. Long before you had a birthday, you were with him. But he's introducing us to the Abba reality through an intimate relationship with the friend of Jesus. Savior, friend, and Lord. Three-dimensional shifts here. Pioneer, builders, abiders. Passover, Pentecostal, tabernacles. Some 30, some 60. Come on now, where do you want to go? <laughs> if you think a hundredfold looks like a first Baptist down the road, you're wrong. I love Baptists. Do, do what you want to do, but this ain't it. This is, it's either the kingdom or it's not. It's either religion or the kingdom. There ain't no in between. You're either in him or you're just walking around him acting like you're in him. And there's a big difference when you walk in the room. Do you change it or does it stay the same? We got to come to such a reality with such a boldness because of our humility that's grounded us so well that we walk in rooms and we change atmospheres. We are atmosphere shifters and we better take the responsibility of that in the now. Children learn intimacy through Yeshua. Do you hear the knock? Do you hear the knock? It's in the shh. It's in the Yeshua brought a revolutionary thought that you can learn more from a child than you can from an adult. Not to be immature, but to be utterly dependent upon daddy. Utterly dependent upon Abba. A meekness, a childlike, a, a humble humility. Yeshua seemed to delight in the fact that inexperienced, simple children had an understanding superior to the trained adults. We need to rid ourselves of fixed beliefs, constructs. Relieve ourselves from our fixed belief constructs of the way we think it's supposed to be. Are we eating meals that Yeshua is serving? Or are we just eating just to eat and he's not really looking at us, serving us the bread and the wine? Rid ourselves of fixed belief constructs and move into a place of awe and wonder. And fully rest. And say fully rest. In an unknown paradigm. <laughs> be careful before you say it. Because as soon as you say it, you're going to be challenged by it. As soon as you walk out of this room, challenge. 
He doesn't wait till Monday. He hits you Sunday night. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I hope I'm communicating this well. But I feel the fire in my being of Jesus. I feel Yeshua in my belly. I feel Yeshua in me, walking out of me, talking to me, coming back in me again, out of me, in me, back. It's just like this circle. It's a circle. You know why? Because I'm whole. I'm complete. I went to Damon's last month, thought I was whole. Yeshua said, I got some more work to do. I need to cut you open again. Never let him, always allow him to cut when he's got the scalpel out. He ain't always looking to cut, but a lot of times he is. What's he doing? Emptying you of thoughts. Emptying, emptying you of fixed belief constructs. <laughs> emptying you of the way you think it's going to go. And anybody who's doing that is revealing something to me. And what they're revealing to me is they don't walk in the goodness. Because the goodness of the Lord will lead you to change the way you think. And if you're not thinking differently, you're not walking with him. And that doesn't come from listening to a message. It doesn't even come from podcasts. God bless us all. It comes from you and him. It sounds so simple that we don't do it. It's a simple and a deep gospel. Allow yourself to be both at the same time. Not so simple that you stay where you are and not so deep that you can't help people who aren't on your level yet. And is this coming across? I feel like this is communicating pretty good because I, sometimes I get a little winery feel where I'm just drinking a lot of wine. I don't even know who you are. What's Jesus serving? Wine and bread. Road to Emmaus, great story. They don't ever see him because their heart has been dampened. Yeshua comes alongside of them in, in, in uh, undercover and goes, why are you so sad? Why are you so downcast and sad? You know what I hear him saying that? He didn't say it, but I heard him say it. And Mark's been talking about it. Have you forgotten? Anybody who says the Old Testament's not relevant anymore needs to tell Jesus that. Because Jesus, not only does he honor the old, he always honors the prophet of the old. Man, oh man, I feel this in my bed. Stay easy, man. Don't get too loud. Just be cool. That's what fire does, though. It makes you just want to go. And Yeshua's introducing us to fire, to intimate meals of himself. <laughs> what? What the heck? I won't, I, won't, I won't shout to the Lord. That's all I want. I don't want nothing else. I sang it. I did it. I sang the bridge, too. And I walked out, and I'm good. I'll come back next Sunday. We'll do it again. And if that's you, I'm not downcast. I'll, I'll eat with you, drink with you, whatever. But I ain't, that's not who I am. And I ain't here to expose something that I ain't. I'm here to expose the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Can somebody shout, lift a hand, do something? <laughs> I like a little feedback once in a while. I ain't got to have it, but I like to have it. Is the anointing changing you? Is the Christos 
Jesus Christ, the Christos. Don't ever get the anointing without getting the person. A lot of people want the anointing, but don't want relationship with the person. That'll preach, but not today. That'll preach. Some, a lot of people want, they want the anointing to do stuff, but they don't want to spend time with the one who gives you the anointing. Man, that is a good word, Ben. I don't care if they listen or not. You keep preaching and you keep doing what you're supposed to do because it's all about Jesus and you're all about me and I'm all about you and they'll, be, they'll get there when they need to get there. Just do what you got to do. Intimacy. In dimension. What dimension are you in? In, in to more of him you will see. 2020. Intimacy. You ain't seeing nothing because you're not in him. He's around you. You're still in the upper room. Waiting on something to happen. My God of mercy. <laughs> you're still waiting on something. Ain't, ain't nothing happening until you show up. What you got? Because as he is, so are you. Not as he was, but as he is. What is he? Resurrected. So who are you? Resurrected. Everything I touch comes back to life. Any dead things in your life that you're looking to come back to life? How about a son who's not serving the Lord? How about a house payment you can't afford? That rhymed. That's good. I didn't expect that to rhyme. That was good. I'm going to go back and listen. That's pretty good. What is it? It's all available through Yeshua. He empties you out to pour more of him in you. And you'll never get the filling till you allow him to cut. And that day in Damon's a month ago, I thought I was good. I'm telling you, I I did because I've been good. I mean, I've been seven years walking in deep intimacy with Jesus, like seven years since 2013. I mean, I've been like locked in. So I'm good, right? You know, I ain't got nothing to, to add or cut. And she was like, okay, yeah. I just need you to get on the plane, brother. Just get on the plane and you're going to go to Kannapolis. You're going to go into a church and you don't even know nobody. You feel weird and you feel different, but you're going to go there because I'm going to make you go there. Just like I made you go to the Netherlands a couple years ago and you thought you knew why you were going, but you didn't. I knew why you were going. Because I wanted to give a prophet some bigger picture views instead of always the micro thing. Are you willing to see bigger picture? If you're anointed in the ministry, hello ministry, you better be. Because as soon as you ask for that micro, he's going to give you a macro. So that's why I'm asking for micro now. Because he's going to give me a micro. He's actually going to give me, I'm asking for a macro of me. So he'll give me my micro. I'm like, I just want a family, Jesus. God, I, I love Revelation, but God, can I have a wife and some kids? He's like, when I say you can. And I went there, long story short, Sunday morning. We just had a revival Friday, Saturday, just, just layered in presence. I mean, really, truly. Sunday morning, I'm on front row. Got to fly out at two, so I'm expecting I'll be in and out kind of thing. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Anytime you think that's what's going to happen because you got to get a flight, you got to catch it, you, you, you might have to cancel it. I didn't have to because it was later in the day. So I got to stay a little while longer in the presence and would have never got this adjustment if I didn't stay in the room long enough. Come on now. So I stayed up front 
what can I do? And Damon's just preaching. Finally, at the end, he goes, all right, we're done. Anybody who wants to come up here and soak for a little while, we're done. Put some music on. Bye-bye. I said, okay, I know what this means. I'm out of here. And I'm telling you, the fear of the Lord hit me so strong in that chair. I went from sitting up to being prostrate in like two seconds. And next thing you know, my nose is on the face of the floor. And to be funny a little bit, it reminded me of my dad. Because my dad, when he would punish me and Caroline as a ki- kids, we didn't get spankings a whole lot, but we would get, he would tell us to put our nose on the floor. That was one of his punishments. <laughs> That's a good one. I'm going to do that for my kid. Get your nose on the floor now. Nose on the floor. You ain't getting no paddling. Nose on the floor. That, that, I'd rather have a paddling. Spank me five times. I don't care. Spank me with the rod and Bill Buff, Buffkin's dad's old rod. Spank me with that. I don't, I don't need all that. Stayed in the room long enough to get another sozo, which means being saved again. Anybody looking to be born again? Again? Rejoice in the Lord, I say, and again. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Huh? It means the same in Hebrew. Pray without ceasing. Rejoice always. It doesn't mean anything different in Greek. So quit trying to get your definition, trying to make me, you're going to try to work this out. It means what it says. It's the mandate of this house and mark this house. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. And in everything give thanks. Because this is the will of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, man. Where am I going? I don't know. What time is it? We're good. I feel the fear of the Lord in the house today. I feel the, the willingness to stay in the room, to, to enjoy and embrace going from being near him in a room and a mighty rushing wind to coming in him where now you carry the awareness that you are the temple, tabernacle, the place where he sits down. And if you've identified where he sits... You've identified with where you sit. And where do you sit? Where are my Bible scholars at? In heavenly places. You mean here on the earth? If he's sitting in you, you, you do. Is he sitting in you? Whew, man. Is he sitting in you? You know what sitting gives me? Rest. And I can effectively work out of that rest. It's the paradoxal theme of the kingdom. And if you don't see it through that lens, you'll never understand it. You'll look at it from a bird's eye view and go, wow, that looks different. And I don't know about that because I hadn't seen it and I don't know. And it's just kind of one of those things. And, and you'll either mock it or you'll ask a question of engagement about it. Don't let us be the ones who sit on the, co- sit on the dock of the bay and look out on that water and go, man, they're just crazy for entering in that thing. There's just too much wine going on and too much fun and, and too much celebration going on. That just ain't for me. That ain't Jesus. What? 
seriously, dude? The guy who said, eat my flesh and drink my blood, and you're talking about is rigid and is on the dock of the bay, not entering into the water? He is the water. You are the water. How can you, how can you put Jesus in a box? Are you kidding me? You know why you put him in a box? Because you're so comfortable in one. You just like your box. You know where everything is. TV's here and my remote's here and my routine's down. And ain't nothing wrong with ain't nothing wrong with routine as long as your routine doesn't become routine. A scripture you could use for that, grow weary and well doing. So I prostrate on the ground, and Yahweh said, I got two things I want to take care of. He'll tell you what he's taking care of, too, if you're intimate with him. If you know how to hear the sound of the knocking, because he's always knocking. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone, if anyone, if and, if, if, it's an if thing. It's not a guarantee. Guarantee is he'll knock. Guarantee is not that you'll answer. But he is knocking. And my question to you Are you hearing it? And if you are, what's going on in that experience? Are you able to relate that to other people and talk about that? To the point where you become, it becomes your life. You don't have to be so intentional about it anymore. You don't have to do a to-do list. Read the Bible. (laughs) Pray in the spirit. Eat dinner. Go to bed. Now here's this. If that's you right now, I am not mocking that. Because I had to start there. You'll always start in intentionality. If you're never intentional, you'll never do it. Especially in the YouTube generation we live in today, where everything is at the finger of your tips, tips of your fingers. Come on. Right there, just, just boom. You know what Jesus says? Shh. Come to me. As a child, come to me. Don't mess with my children. Don't touch my children. Don't touch my worshipers. Don't touch the peculiar ones. Don't touch the burning ones. Don't touch them. You can have the church, but don't touch my burning ones. You can have the religious church, but don't touch my kingdom church. Don't touch my kingdom ecclesia, wherever two or more are gathered. Don't you touch them. Don't you. I'd rather you do not touch my prophets and do my anointed ones no harm. It's in the Bible. Do not touch my prophets and do my anointed ones no harm. Do not touch my boys. Do not touch it. Do not touch it. How do you know? You just know. How do you know you know God? Get up here and tell me how that is. I mean, you come into more wonder, more imagination opens up. You're not as cloudy as you used to be in your head. Your imagination is opening up for creativity, which the first thing you do in creativity imagination is learn how to play. It ain't learning good inventions, which is coming with it. But you want the invention before you want the playtime. And you'll never get it in the kingdom that way. 
You got to enjoy running in the fields with him first before he'll ever give you creative inventions and beautiful things he wants to do in our creativity. But it has to first start with this reconstruction of our minds that it's a childlike thing that comes into this place. It's a childlike one that he gives the blueprints to, to build. And you know what I saw on the top of that blueprint? Fear of the Lord. Fear of the Lord, where my secrets and my wisdom live, where my children can come into them and grab them with authority and walk out of that place with the unction of the Spirit of God in them, who's not afraid of nothing, but is the brightest light in the room and is ready to expose Yeshua HaMashiach to a dying world, to a dying church, to a dying religion, to a dying yesterday glory. To a dying upper room experience. It's no longer the upper room. You stayed in the upper room long enough to become the room of his presence. Where it's him in you and you in him. And an exchange of his beautiful presence. And the beauty of his face and the wonder of who he is. It's inexplainable. It's inexhaustible. You can never. He's past finding out. What? Sometimes it's good to just get up here and talk about the things, the traits of God. Because how do we know what to do? We don't. Be the first one to go, I don't know what the heck I'm doing, but I know the one who does. And I talk with him a lot. We spend time together. There's a thought. Little time spent. The greatest commodity you have is time. What are you doing with the time? You know what he'll do if you cultivate the time well? He'll move you out of space and time. (laughs) Which is another day message. But he's moving us slowly out of this world that we think is the world we're from. And it ain't. Newsflash. This ain't the world I'm from. I ought to look a little different. I ought to seem a little bit more peculiar than the mundane people that walking and talking through this land. It ain't. Man, I'm telling you, it's peculiar. It's a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, a peculiar people. Hallelujah. Father, I feel his presence in the house today. Yeshua walking and talking to us today. You'll never speak for him until you look like him. And the only way you can look like him is quieting the noise, answering the door, letting him come into you, and letting him serve meals of himself. I want this, I want that. He's like, no, I'm taking all that away and I'm giving you more of me. You don't even know how to love right until you let him love you. You think you know how to love, but you don't. Their words fall on deaf ears. There's nobody hearing it. Because you don't really, you think, that's why I said earlier, if you got it, flaunt it. If you don't, quit acting like you do. Man, I feel the fire of God in here today. Jesus is, is in the room, Yeshua. I'm using Jesus more now. I don't know why. Maybe just to get me out of that religious thing, we can come into kingdom things religious. Can we use things because it's just the way. We... Man, I'm telling you, he's breaking all the borders of our minds. He's breaking all that stuff up in us to where we just don't even care what you, just, just as long as you're in him and he, he's in you. And John 17, reality is becoming your life, then I'm good. But that takes time. I know we're all in different phases and stages. But let's enjoy it together. Let's come together and drink up. Let's come together and eat the bread and drink the wine and begin to find out what this in him reality looks like. What, 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 is, what is it like for him to be in me and me in him? So laying prostrate on the ground, 
Yahweh, I'm telling you, it was like, it was like the tears from the bellows, man. I mean, I'm already easily crying, easily laugh, like got it down. Don't need any help with that, right? That's what I went there. I'm good. Like, I'm going to show them something. I didn't really do that. It kind of works for the message, though. <laughs> so, I'm going to show them who I am. Pastor Ball's grandson. Awesome. You know? The humility gave me that access. I didn't look for it. I never looked to lead worship. Humility got me there. If you're looking for it, you probably ain't getting it. If you're looking for anything but him, you're probably not getting it. If you look for him, he'll give you the gifts. He'll give you the, the, the stuff you need to do that you like so much. Because he loves the things you like. It's just the prioritization of it that he doesn't. Where it is on the list. So he emptied me. One, one thing was with my dad. He said that because I always thought that my dad missed his purpose. Like he didn't fully accomplish everything he was supposed to. Because people say, well, if you, you die when you're ordained to die. Well, why would, y'all, why would Yeshua ask us to raise the dead then? If everybody's death is ordained. <laughs> I thought of that. That's, that's pretty good. If, if, our, if, every t- if anybody that died, well, God ordained it. Well, that's true because it is scriptural that he's ordained the days for us. It's one of my favorite verses in Psalms. And David, I'm not even going to get to scripture today, but it's one of my favorite verses. He ordained the days for us. So I always looked at that verse with a little bit of melancholy with my dad. I think especially because he was such a strong person that I thought Yeshua just he just couldn't do anything, so dad just died early. And Yeshua goes to me on that floor as I'm bellowing here. He goes, Who told you that? Who told you that? I couldn't hear that if I'm calm talking, if I'm always busy about my busyness. But I went from sitting in a chair to having to get on an airplane to go and prostrate before the Lord and hearing Yeshua goes, who told you that? I love your daddy and he's with me. He's with me. He didn't miss anything. He did what he was called to do. Raise up a son to walk in the name of the Lord. What else do you want? And it hit me like so hard. And then I heard my daddy. He would always call me nicknames as a kid. And I liked him when I was young. (laughs) But not so much when I'm a teenager. And he's still calling me Bindu and Labistu. That was his main nickname for me, Labistu. What is that? How do you spell it? How do you say it? What is it? (laughs) And I heard after Yeshua's voice, I heard my dad goes, keep it childlike, son. Keep it childlike. (laughs) 
I've always felt different and childlike and just weird. And Yahweh says, Yeshua goes, hey, it's me going, who told you? Here's your daddy. He's going to say, keep it childlike, Labisdu at 38 years old. How you doing, <laughs> Bindu? I'd be hanging out with my boys in Somerville, South Carolina, getting out of high school, going to play basketball, going in and get some, some lunch or dinner, and dad be in there. Labisdu, what you doing? <laughs> dad, dude. My friends are here. Just call me Benjamin. You, you call me that. You're my whole, you know, son of my right hand. You've identified me. I love that. Do that. No, that didn't work. Labistu, Bendu. Keep it childlike, son. Keep it childlike. Oh. Don't you go adult on them. Don't you go all scholarly on them. They've had their principle. Apostle Ball was the principle. We are moving into presence. Don't you go old school on them. You honor it. You stand on it. And you deliver what I put in your mouth. Don't you go back to yesterday. Who told you that? Who's told you things you've been living with. Distracted by the stuff that ain't even real. Ain't even true. And you're believing lies that aren't even real to you. Because you're not in him. You're not walking in him. You're not communing with the one who has all the answers. It was that and it was my marriage. Not being married at 38. When most of my friends are. They said, you're not fully over it yet. You think you are. But I know you're my worshiper and I know you'll let me cut on you. So I ain't worried about it. I know you're tender and I know you'll open at a moment's notice. So I ain't even worried about it. And he cut and he flushed out the old mindsets of yesterday to pour in some of his wine and some of his bread back into a son who had to remember in order to bring the kingdom and in order to build the kingdom, I'm going to have to keep it childlike. And I came back from South Carolina, from North Carolina. whole. And that's scary. That's another fear of the Lord moment for me. It's okay to admit that you're scared as long as you don't leave the room. And I, he did what he needed to do. I don't know how long, probably 30 minutes or so of just intentionality on him, like breathing on me. And you know what I saw? I saw the Dallas, you know, in visuals when you're in the spirit, you don't just see all kind of weird things. You're like, what does that mean? And, and this is one of the times when he gave me a vision and I knew exactly what it meant. Not every time will be like that for you. If you're looking for the exact moment, the exact understanding and the timing that he gives you the vision, you'll never get it. 
because he'll never give you the full picture. But he did to me in this moment. It was just like unbelievable. And I woke, I woke up out of that, got out of that, kind of just did a little Indian style because there's other people sitting just kind of like, I was like, man, I, whew, wow, I feel light. And what does he give you when you come to him continually? He gives you him, which is his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And you feel, uh, it's a, just a cleansing. Like, man, I've been sozoed. I've been delivered. I feel different. I am whole. So I'm just, this message is a little everywhere, but the bottom line for is, for me to communicate to you today, is that you'll be, you'll allow yourself to look again to see if there's anything that you're missing. And if there is, add it. And it's up to you to do that, you know. We went from one age where we were dependent on really one man who led us into this place. What I like to call the lightning and thundering place where he, he sends his fear of the Lord in lightnings and thunders and he can only send those things to buildings who are grounded. If you're not grounded and lightning hits, what happens? You gone. If you're grounded and lightning hits, what happens? You good. So can we, can we put our hands out? Can we stand? And can we put our hands out today and just ask for the lightnings and the thunders of the Lord? Yahweh, right now, over this body of people who have been so grounded to the pioneer of Hustle Ball and to the foundation of the apostolic and the prophetic, and we are so thankful for that. But we know that you have led us into a new place, a new place that I like to call the fear of the Lord, a deeper knowing of what that looks like. And we get it all through this remembering and meditation and remembering what it's all about. And Yahweh, we just, we know we're grounded. We know there's no holes in the foundation. We know we're ready. And we just, as our hands out before us, we just say, come. We just say, come. We invite your, your bells and whistles, if you will. Nuts and bolts, foundation, bells and whistles, glory. New, new glory, right? New experience, new discovery, new understandings that only a child can understand. And we just say, come. We just say, bring what you have for us. Because we are ready. We have a heart of humility, a heart of meekness, and a, and a confidence to enter into this place called new. To enter into this place called, I've never been here before. And as long as I know Yeshua is with me, and he's helping me learn what intimacy looks like, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Thank you, Father, for that. We honor you, Yeshua for your friendship with us. We thank you for being near to the point where you're in. And we don't have to wonder anymore. So may us never lose the wonder of a child. May us never lose the wonder of a new glory. 
May us never lose the wonder of stepping into something so authentic and so pure and so real that it scares us. (laughs) Thank you for the pioneers. Thank you, the ones who gave their blood, their sweat, and their tears. Thank you for the pioneers. We honor you, cloud of witnesses, today. The pioneers who had the blood, the sweat, and the tears for us not to have to. For us not to have to. For us to embrace it with a restfulness. With a too-good-to-be-true kind of a mentality. We honor the pioneers who helped us get to this place of building hearts who are ready to receive a new glory that we're coming into today. We thank you, Yeshua, Yeshua, Jesus, elder brother, the great high priest, that first elder brother, the chief first apostle. Hallelujah. We take in all of you have for us today. We breathe in. And we breathe out the presence of Yeshua today, the friend of all friends. And we rest in that today. Thank you. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing. In everything, even in your dog dying, even in your brother dying, even in your daddy dying of a heart attack and you thought it was too soon and Yeshua goes, who told you that? Even in that, we give thanks in all things. In everything, we give thanks. We give thanks. Tenderize our hearts. Tenderize our heart again. Make us tender again. Make us like a child again. It's a story about a father and a son. It's a story about a father and a son. I sense the presence in here. Just just a minute. Let's just stay here for just a moment. And just put your hands out again, if you will, and just receive. These tenderizing hearts that have become hardened from growing weary and well-doing and doing what you knew to do because it's all you knew to do. And Yeshua goes, I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. Don't beat yourself up. Rest in me. You didn't get it all right. Newsflash, ain't none of us got it all right. But we're working out of our rest to get it right. We're working out of our rest to get it right. 
In him was life. And life was the light of men. In him dimension. In him was life. And life was the light of men. In him was life. And life is the light of men. You don't have light in life. Your life is light. In him was life. And life was the light of men. You don't have to worry about shining. All you have to worry about is being in him. In him was life. And life was the light of men. Thank you. I thank you, Father, for tears in this house. I thank you for ones who have been wanting to cry and can't express that in tears. I, I, I speak to that today, and I, I say tears begin to flow. I say tears become to come, begin to come from the bellow of your gut, of your being, of your heart. People who've wanted to laugh and have joy, who don't have joy, Father, bring the joy back. Bring the laughter back. Bring laughter back where you, you're so, you laugh so much you annoy people. Bring that back. Bring it back. A lot of people say they like joy until they see somebody walk in with it. Then they're like, oh, I don't know. Well, you thought you knew, but you don't know. You're about to see something. And you're about to see a bunch of oak trees who are shining the light of Yeshua because they're in him. And in him was the life. And the life was the light of men. Thank you, Father. I speak life over Mark today as he flies back. I speak protection over him. I speak protection over that young man today. <coughs> Mark or less. Let's speak life over him today. He's a David. He's a David in the field. He's a David in the field. We thank you for the leadership of this house, the team that you put in play, the people who are here, the people who are coming. We thank you. We thank you for adding. We thank you for adding as you see fit to this house. In this new place. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 All right. Thank you guys. I don't know what else to say, but love you guys. Bless you. Thank you for listening. For more information on the Rock of Bay County, please go to therockofbc.org.